Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. I truly do believe that the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we will naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. So today I want to talk about a topic that I am sure every single one of you will be able to relate to, that you're not doing enough. Now, many times in my consulting, um, I do homeschool consulting, I won't say many times, I'm literally going to say 100% every time I talk to a homeschooling mom, she tells me she's afraid she's not doing enough not doing enough for her children not doing enough in her community not doing enough in her homeschool and i wouldn't uh, say that this is something that just homeschooling moms feel i'm going to step out and say i'm pretty sure at some point every single woman out there says is she doing enough is she ruining her family is she you know ruining her job? Is she, you know, failing and all of those things? Now, you may be surprised because I'm actually going to tell you, guess what? You're probably not doing enough. But we're going to chat about that in a minute. Before I start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is an award-winning, Christ-centered Christian homeschool publishing company. They have everything for kindergarten up through 12th grade, for science, math, language arts, apologetics, and more. I would love for you to check them out. We have always loved their products. If you go to Apologia.com and click on their uh, free resources at the top of their webpage, you're going to find all sorts of things to help you um, in your homeschooling if you're just getting started or for encouragement as well as activities for your children. So go over to Apologia.com and check it out. All right, so I didn't want to leave you hanging there and say that you're not doing enough. You're failing because you know that that's not what I'm about. The first thing I'm going to say is anytime that we focus on what we can or cannot do, that's prideful. And now most of us will think, well, I'm not prideful. In fact, it's very humble for me to say I'm not doing enough and I'm failing. But it's really prideful because who is the focus on? ourselves. Now, of course, anytime I talk about something on here or I, you know, talk to people and speak at conventions or do homeschooling appointments, uh, consulting appointments, the things that I say, I feel like I can say because I've actually walked in your shoes. I have many times thought that I've been ruining my family. I'm not doing enough. You know, all of that. So yeah, number one person here doing that is me. And number one will admit it's really prideful when I've done that. And why do I say it's prideful? Because again, it's focusing on me. So the first thing I want to tell you is when you have that thought, because I really believe if you're a homeschooling mom, a mom, a working mom, a single woman out there, a grandmother, you know, I have all types of women that listen to this podcast. I know at some point you've had these doubting feelings. The first thing you're going to remind yourself is you don't do anything in your own strength. 
So if you're feeling like you're failing and if you're feeling like you're ruining, you know, something or you're not doing enough, let's back it up and see where that feeling comes from. That feeling comes from us taking our eyes off of the Lord and putting them onto ourselves. In our own strength, we will never be enough. You know, you hear that that whole like um, that catchphrase out there, like you are enough. You know, that's the whole phrase of, you know, the past few years. You are enough. You are enough. I disagree. And you know what? If you're listening and you disagree with me, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. We can We can disagree. But let me explain why I don't agree with that statement, you are enough. The Bible tells us no one, not one, is righteous, right? The Bible tells us apart from him, we do no good thing. The Bible tells us apart from Jesus, we will never be with God in heaven someday. So we are not enough, but Jesus is enough. Jesus is all we literally need in our lives. Literally. Because he is the bridge between us and God. He is the answer to our every need. Literally everything. And that sounds like, no, but what about I need to eat and I need shelter and I need air and I need water and I need this and I need that. No, you need Jesus because without him, you are dead in your sin. It's all like, you know, filthy rags. We are dead in our sin. We are apart from God forever, for eternity. But in him is where we find our identity and in him is where we become who we were created to be. So this idea, let's back up now a little bit. So the idea for this, to talk about this on the podcast, literally, and I mean literally, every single homeschooling appointment I have for consulting, and I've had many lately, especially with the COVID, I've had many uh, people that have started homeschooling and and looking for some guidance. And I absolutely love what I do, that I get to get on the phone, go on a Zoom call, a FaceTime with with a mom, and help her to pray through her decisions and guide her and help her to, you know, focus on the things that are really important. And literally every client I have had since I started homeschooling, I mean, since I started my homeschooling consulting appointments, has said to me at some point in the conversation, I don't know if I'm doing enough. And they've also said, I'm afraid that I'm messing up my kids. And when I think about that, I think of myself. Believe me, I still, I will actually be so honest with you right now to tell you that this afternoon I was talking with my boys and they were just, you know, you know that you, they compare like the oldest to the youngest. Like, well, you know, when we were little, we did all these things. And, you know, when we were little, we did this and that. And, you know, the youngest hasn't done nearly the amount of things the older ones have. For instance, we were talking about how we used to go on tons of field trips when my little ones were first starting homeschool. 
We went on field trips all the time. We did a lot of stuff, right? Homeschool stuff. I did all the fancy little experiments and crafts and all of that. No joke. My little one is talking and he's like, I never did any of that stuff. You know, he came along and a lot of that stuff had been done and or he doesn't remember. He was too little to remember a lot of the stuff we did. So his childhood looks very different. And so they're talking and I'm saying to them, boy, I'm such a bad mother. Boy, I've ruined, you know, my little guy and everything. And so, you know, partly in jest and partly inside, I was thinking, wow, have I ruined him? And so, you know, at each season and each child, now this is a whole nother topic, but each child, it's okay that their childhood looks different, right? It's okay. And so what the older ones had, maybe the little one has hadn't, you know, didn't have. But the little one also has a lot of things the older ones didn't. He raises farm animals. He does all kinds of things the older ones never did. So anyway, I'm just telling you that story to let you know that as of a few hours ago, I made this statement. Boy, have I ruined you. (laughs) So I think that working mothers would probably feel they're not doing enough and they're ruining their children. The homeschooling mothers, at every single one I've talked to has said that same statement to me. Um, I can imagine maybe grandmothers looking back and saying, did I do enough when my kids were little? We all fall short, right? Number one, we all fall short of the glory of God, right? There is no one righteous, like I said. But we all fall short in some way at some time. We are humans. We are in the flesh. But by the Spirit, God gives us the power to do things, but hear me on this. He doesn't give us the power to do everything perfectly. He gives us the power to do the things that we are called to do for his purposes and for his glory. So when we're focused on me not doing enough, me ruining this, me ruining that, we are not focused on what he does through us for his glory. We're focused on, woe is me, I don't do enough. And quite frankly, maybe we're thinking, I don't get enough glory. And so again, it goes back to our flesh focusing on ourselves and focusing on our pride. So many people say to me, how do you do all the things you do? Because God has called me to do the things I do. He didn't call me to go work in corporate America. He didn't call me to go teach in a public school. He didn't call me to go work in a bank. He didn't call me to be a missionary around the world. Everybody is busy doing the things that God has called them to do. Hopefully, they're the things that God has called them to do. A lot of people are going through life being very busy because they don't even know what God has called them to do. And I would imagine that makes them feel like they're not doing enough because maybe they realize they're not listening to God and his voice leading them. But I do know 100% that the Lord has called me to do the things I'm doing, to homeschool my children, first and foremost, to be a housewife, first and foremost. And then I know he's 100% given me the ability to run my ministry, which doesn't look like other ministries, and that is okay. 
It's very easy for me sometimes to say, wow, that really big ministry, they're doing all those things and they're doing all that thing. That's because that's what God called them to do. So this whole business of I'm not doing enough and I'm ruining my children, it can be stopped if we stop looking around at what everybody else is doing, because I think that also contributes to our feel, our feeling of failure or our fear that we're not doing enough because we think, well, so-and-so down the street, she does all those things and I don't. But so-and-so down the street is not you. And God called you to do the things that you do. So when people say to me, like, how do you find time to do all the things you do? Come to my house, please. It is not perfect. I'll tell you right now, there's crumbs on the kitchen floor. Uh, The laundry sometimes sits in a pile until it gets put away. Um, My closet needs to be maintained right now. It's a wreck. Um, I have do not keep a perfect house by any means. I got weeds all over the property right now because they're out of control. Something always has to give, right? We will never be able to be enough for every single thing. But the things that I know I do well communicate through videos, through my ministry, through writing, through speaking. And I know I do those well. You know what else I know I do well? Love on my kids. My house may not have, you know, perfect tidiness at the moment. And I'm not trying to say my house is like in disarray. But it's certainly not going to be, you know, you don't want to eat off the floor. (laughs) So, but I know that I spend hours with my kids laughing and hanging out. And talking, I think it's so important to connect with them and build relationships with them. And I know I do that well. I know I feed them well. I don't make perfect gourmet meals. Sometimes I take a lot of shortcuts just to make it easy. But they are fed and they enjoy it and they feel loved. So there are things that I fall short in, and then there's things that I do well. I always knew I was called to be a homemaker, a stay-at-home mother. I know now in my older years that I am going to be called to ministry. I know 100% that God has given me a vision for the future of Simply Living for Him. And believe me, it's an amazing vision. I can't wait to share it with you guys soon. Because I have plans. I have big plans. But I'm praying about them right now before I reveal it to everybody. So while I may not be keeping a perfect house, listen, our bank account is never going to be to the point where we're like, yeah, we've arrived. No, because the things that are important to me don't have a paycheck, right? A traditional paycheck. And so nobody out there is doing it all. We're doing the things we're called to do and we're doing them well if we're, our eyes are on the Lord. I remember when I first became a homeschooling mom, I didn't have the internet or we had the internet, but I certainly didn't have Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest. Lord knows I don't even think those things existed back then. And I was just you know, moseying along with our little curriculum and my kids and thinking, well, this is good. You know, God called me to do this and we're doing it. A year or so in, I discovered 
there was this whole big homeschool community out there in internet land. People were showing all their homeschool ideas on blogs. That was a big thing back then. And all of a sudden, I went from having the confidence that God gave me. See, God called me to homeschool. And I'm not going to go through the whole story here, but you can find it in the archives, um, the Unlikely Homeschooler episode. I didn't want to homeschool, but I knew 100% God was calling me to. So I stepped out in faith and I, I did it. But very quickly, I went from that complete faith and trust in the Lord that I was doing it in his strength. Because when you take a girl who has no idea really about homeschooling and all of a sudden she's homeschooling, that can only be God. And a few years in or maybe a year or so in, I started to look at the Internet and say, like, oh, my goodness, I don't know what I'm doing. Now, I was content with what I was doing, and I thought what I was doing was enough. And the most important thing, hear me on this. It wasn't that I was confident in me, and it wasn't that I thought I was doing enough because I thought I was so great. The confidence came from knowing that I was following God, that I was answering the call, that he was calling me to do it, and I was obeying. That is where the joy came from. That is where the confidence came from, that I was doing this and God was giving me the strength. I was covering my homeschool in prayer. I was seeking the Lord like never before. And I wasn't doing it in my own strength. I was doing it in his. I compare it to the story of Peter walking on water in Matthew. I love that story. He's walking on water. That's what I was doing that first year of homeschool. Because God said, hey, you, come over here step out of that boat in faith. And I was like, all right, Lord. I have tears in my eyes just thinking about it. I was like, all right, Lord, I want to follow you. I want to follow you into the unknown. I was so excited. I was like, I want to follow you on this path. And then when I started to see all those other, you know, blogs and things out there, what did I do? I put my eyes on those things. Oh, that lady's kids are doing all their, uh, you know, they're 10 grades ahead in school. That lady's kids are behaving so well because they have a fancy, you know, discipline chart and behavior chart. And that lady's kids are doing all the housework because they have a chore chart. I don't have any of those things. <gasps> my kids fight. My kids aren't doing enough chores. Oh, my goodness. We're not three grades ahead in school. I'm not doing enough. And guess what? Like Peter, I took my eyes off of God saying, come, do the impossible, do the supernatural, do this in my strength. I put my eyes on the other things and it was like the storm in that story, the wind and the waves. And I began to drown. All of a sudden, I was not doing it in my own strength. I was trying to do it like everybody else. All of a sudden, it wasn't between the Lord and me. It was between me and everybody else in my head. I was competing with everybody else in my head. I was comparing with everybody else. And all of a sudden, I began to drown. And you know what? So many homeschooling moms say this very thing to me. They say, I feel like I'm drowning. Now, if you're not a homeschooling mom and you're listening, I am 100% sure that there has been some time in your life that you can relate where you have said, I feel like I'm drowning. I'm so overwhelmed. And if that is you, whether you're a homeschool mom or whatever situation you're in, and you're feeling like, I'm not doing enough, I'm failing, I'm drowning, put your eyes back on the Lord. And the beautiful part of that story in Matthew, 
This is the part I love so much. Peter begins to sink, but Jesus doesn't leave him there in the water to drown. He rebukes him a little bit. He says, oh, you had little faith. But he reaches out his hand and he pulls him out of the water. Right now, I want you to reach your hand out of the water and say, Lord, I am sorry. I have looked at others and compared myself. I have looked at the wind and the waves. And I've stopped looking at you. I've stopped believing that I could walk on water. I've stopped believing that I could do things in your supernatural strength. And he will gently lift you out of that water, just like he has me on numerous occasions. Because you know what? I haven't always learned my lesson. But he will gently lift you out of that water. And guess what? If he calls you to walk on that water again, you have every right to believe that you will. The power that comes from Jesus in us is like nothing on earth. When we try to do things in earthly power, we will feel like we're failing. We will feel like we're not enough. We will feel like we're failing our kids, our family, our job, ourselves, whatever it is. Our life is about surrender and living it for him hence simply living for him right we are to be dying to ourselves and living for him and not just living for him but him living in us to give us the ability to do all things but all and let me back up when i say all things i don't mean all the things. I don't mean you're going to be super mom and you're going to do every single thing. All the things that he has purposed for you. All of his plans. And so when I tell homeschooling moms, when they say I'm not doing enough and I'm failing my kids, I tell them, first of all, I'm sure you're doing enough and you're not failing your kids because if you've chosen to homeschool, that shows that you have, you know, invested in them. People don't choose that path and take it lightly. I'm sure there are a few out there that do, but most people do it and want to do it well. And just the very act of putting your kids, you know, first and saying, I'm going to surrender it all so that I can homeschool you. That's the act of saying, Lord, you've called me to this. So whether he's called you to homeschool, whether he's called you to go out in the workforce, whether he's called you to be a missionary around the world, whether he's called you to, if you listen to last week's podcast episode, go minister to people in the Walmart parking lot. If you haven't listened, I hope that that gave you a little bit of intrigue and you will go listen. But we had a beautiful guest last week who does just that. Whatever he has called you to do, You will do it well, but you will not do it in your strength. So you're not going to be able to do all the things, but you will do all the things he has purposed for you and you will do them because he lives in you and he gives you the ability. So when this, you know, worldly stuff pops up and says, oh, you're enough, you can do it, blah, 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 you know, yes, you can. You can be a powerful woman. A powerful woman is a woman who relies on Christ and has the power of the Spirit 
living in her. The world has it backwards. When we start to feel like we're not doing enough, we're looking at our lives like the world does. But when we look at our lives through the lens of God, we know full well we can't do enough. We know full well that we cannot do every single thing. We will do the things that God calls us to do and we'll do them in his strength and his power. So I really wanted to talk about this today on the podcast. I really wanted to uh, share this message with you guys because I have seen so many people lately telling me that they feel like they're failing and they feel like they're not doing enough. And again, I succumb to it myself. So I wanted to speak to those of you out there who feel the same way. And I wanted to tell you, put your eyes on Jesus. Ask him every single day, Lord, this day is yours. Help, you know, help me to, to live today for you. Lead me and guide me and show me today what you would have for me to do. That's where everything changes. When we wake up in the morning and we look at our to-do list and we look at our planner and we check our email and we try to tackle the day because we have to, you know, check off our to-do list and do all the things. And then at the end of the day, we're like, oh, let me make a little time for God and, and thank him for today or ask him for this. That's not how it works. A surrendered life means you are fully consciously aware moment by moment that you do nothing apart from him. You do nothing. The way you approach your emails, the way you approach your homeschool, the way you approach your work, the way you approach your family, the way you approach your housework, the way you approach everything is an outflow of your relationship with him. And when you live like that, you will get rid of that thought that you're failing and you're not doing enough because you know that you are living with his power in you. And that my friends, is more than enough. I hope this message encouraged you. If it did, please share it with a friend because I believe wholeheartedly, I hardly planned anything for this episode. I was like, Lord, I have, I, I know I need to talk about this. Just give me the words. So I hope that in some way that this message will encourage others out there, share it with a friend who may need to hear it. Um, you know, let's continue the conversation. Wherever you're seeing this podcast, comment, let me know, you know, does this hit home for you? And are you ready to really surrender it all at his feet and say, Lord, I am not enough, but Christ's power in me is more than enough. And so, I would love to hear what you think. I also want to remind you that the Simply Living for Him Women's Community has a brand new Bible study started. Uh, we started this week, but it was just an introduction week. And really, you can come in at any time because it's kind of self-paced. You can kind of uh, do it at your own pace or you can follow along with us weekly. Um, but we're doing a study called In the Beginning, and it's on Genesis 1, chapter 1, 2, and 3. And we're going very slowly. We're going to look at the creation and get to know our God as our great creator God. You cannot know what you believe in the Bible unless you believe that very first sentence, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So I would love for you to come and join us. It's completely free. We have about six or seven other Bible studies available in the community. They are all free all the time. You can come and do those at your own pace at any 
time. We do monthly scripture writing and memorization challenges, and uh, we just have amazing fellowship. We turned one year this week on April 25th, which was super exciting. We have 1,300 women in the community. It's a beautiful place. I'd love for you to come and join us. I also wanted to remind you, if you are a homeschooler, my book, The Simple Homeschool Journey, Building a Family, Not Just a Transcript, is available on Amazon. Many people have written to me recently that said this was the book they needed to help prepare them for you know the next school year because a lot of us are winding down and looking ahead to next year so I'd love for you to check that out I also have my e-courses available um, the simplify your homeschool e-course and bible-based homeschooling I would love to hear from you send me an email send me a message let me know um, if you've enjoyed this podcast or any of the other episodes I'd love to hear from you until the next time I wish you all the blessings and joy in Jesus today